Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Caleb, can you say Rob? Rob. Beckett. Beckett. And Josh. Josh. Widdicombe. Oh, very good. Really good. I like that one. One of my best, one of the best for ages. I I don't know if I could say of all time. They come so quick and fast. It's hard to remember them all, but. It's difficult difficult to nail down the Hall of Fame, isn't it? But uh, it's a good one. A lot of great energy. Because I feel like you've heard of radiators and drainers, haven't you, in life? Heard about this? Uh, I I can tell what that means. Yeah, there's sort of people that you leave after time with them you feel rejuvenated and there's people you go, oh bloody hell that was hard work do you know what I mean yeah 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 um, and I'd say that that's that we've got a pair of radiators there yeah big time absolutely sweltering <laughs> I'd say you don't want to be with them in summer um, it's two and a half year old Caleb finally getting to grips with the names it took a lot for me not to scream with excitement after he'd done it as we've been practising for a long time stay sexy and relatable thanks to years of laughter and mediocre anecdotes lots of love yeah. Danielle so that was with practice actually I've gone off it <laughs> uh, she's 366 months which is what Kay, I thought Caleb was a boy Lou wanted to call if we had a boy. boy no Danielle is the mum she's right, okay Caleb, yeah, Lou, Lou wanted to, to call a boy Caleb if we had a boy Caleb is the uh, is the lead singer of uh, the Kings of Leon Caleb Follow Will and it's from oh some book Lou loves East of Eden is it uh, if, if you say so a wrong. tattoo of East of Eden she's got a tattoo of East of Eden like not the whole book. Absolutely. <laughs> like a prisoner. <laughs> like some Yakuza. Like, like a memento. 
I don't know what it is. I've promised to read it, and I've been reading it for 15 years. East of Eden. Surely there's a film, isn't there? Um, yeah, but even that's too long. But it's um, it's so that Steinbeck. It's a, it's a classic. It's a classic, Rob. We both yeah, know if you that. like descriptions of meadows, fucking hell, Steinbeck. We're in the countryside. I get it. Let's get moving, boy. Let's stop fucking about on the way the the, <laughs> the crops are moving in the wind, Rob, Steinbeck. Rob, I've got some really good news for you. Go on. There's a section of the East of Eden novel Wikipedia page that's the whole plot. Right. Do you want to quickly get with me through it now? Um, well, no spoilers for anyone who's reading the East of Eden. I mean, it's surely that we've gone past that now. It's not Traitor Series Two. We're like, you, if if you've not read it, no <laughs> one's like, I'm getting round to that. <laughs> but yeah, if you're in the middle of East of Ender, Eden, I'd, 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 East I'd, of Enders, <laughs> a little Freudian slip there. What's <laughs> my printer's making noise? You can't hear it. I've just set up my printer. I'll talk to you about oh, that in no. a minute. Um, Have you Siri'd and it's printing out the East of Eden? No, right. So, right, look, well, I'll tell you about the print and then you can tell me what happens in East I of can't, Eden. Robin, the plot is still a thousand words, even on Wikipedia. I mean, I mean even the, the Wikipedia version of what's going on is too long. Read the first para- like the first three lines and the last Samuel three Hamilton is a warm hearted inventor and farmer. <laughs> it sounds like a nerd. Go on. He and his wife, Lisa, immigrants from Ireland, right. raise, raise their nine children on a rough, infertile piece of land in the Salinas Valley. Ooh. As the Hamilton children begin to grow up and leave home, a wealthy stranger, Adam Trask, purchases the best ranch in the valley. God, sounds quite good, actually. <laughs> so Adam, who's the, the rich guy that's moved to the... <laughs> yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Bought the big ranch. Uh, his two kids are called Aaron and Caleb, after right. characters in the Bible. Right, of course. And that's really our Adam's sons, Caleb and Aaron. Yeah. Echoing Cain and Abel grow up oblivious to their mother's situation. Bit of an odd choice for Lou, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Her favourite book of all time. Also, this is what I'd have to do if I went on that Sarah Cox book show. They always ask me to go on that. Yeah. And they go, yeah, basically, all they've got to do is read three books and bring I know. you those. If, I love your favourite book of all time. I was like, I can't go on there and blag that I've read these three books. And I certainly can't whip out my copy of Hard Bastards by Kate Cray, <laughs> the daughter of one of the Crays. <laughs> I think it would be very on brand. <laughs> You'd be sat there with fucking. Well, that's a problem, isn't it? Because that is actually, I love that. I found it hilarious, that book. And if I, if I can whip that out, no one's going to take me serious. But that no. is, you know, I'm a, I can't change my favourite book. No, um, exactly. Anyway, yeah, so Seinbeck, East of Eden, Caleb. Print, right, I had to set up my printer, Josh. Is there anything more yeah. annoying than typing in a 15-character password into the screen of a printer? Capitals, lowercase, numbers. Oh, right, yeah, You know, yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. the long one. It's not yeah, your own yeah, one, right? Yeah, here we And go. then it went, do you want to print a, uh, a, a, a report? <laughs> into the uh, Wi-Fi logging in. I'm like, I've always gone, no, but do you know what? it's wonderful. Yeah, I do, actually. So I've got the report here. Yeah. And, uh, do, you to, <laughs> do you want me to run, run through the room? I've got a yeah. report of my what, what my printer did on the internet. <laughs> so it says a uh, check network connection, check result, pass. Oh, good. Well, it's, it's also, though, I just thought it's quite nice to have a bit of paper saying you've passed something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Frame that, put it on the wall. What have you done today? Oh, bloody hell, I had a bit of an eye. Passed my uh, network connection on the old printer. <laughs> uh, yeah, past network is working correctly. The Yeah, the, if your problems persist, um, checked items, wireless network name, check, pass. Communication mode, check, pass. Security mode, check, pass. Mac address filtering, check, pass. Security key slash password, check, pass. IP address, pass. Detailed IP setup, check, pass. Well done. 
So that's good, isn't it? I've got my network numbers. Oh, yeah? Do you want to know my uh, IP address? Probably shouldn't give that out, should I? No. Is that bad? It's like giving I out your sort code, but in, in, the, in virtual reality. I don't know, isn't it? Aren't you meant to give out your sort I don't understand this thing with banking, where you give you, you give these... You keep all the stuff to yourself. Yeah. And then you, like, phone someone up and they'll ask for your bank card and you just read it out to them because you're buying a... <laughs> A Chinese. Just, yeah, I, I, that, like, I, I, I when I get a takeaway, I always think like if you're booking flights or something, you have to ring up a travel yeah. agent. I'm like, well, this should be okay. But when you yeah. like ordered a Chinese, I remember when I was ordering Chinese once. I was like, can I pay my card? Went, yeah, just read the card date. I was like, really? Like it's a big <laughs> risk in it for a bit of salt and pepper rib. Um, signal strength, excellent. So there we go. Oh, well done. Just if anyone, that's proof that I've passed. If you want, there we go, Josh. That's right. really good. So yes, good morning so far. Good morning. Good. Good. Um, how how are you? We, I, I suppose I should start by saying that uh, I met Gabrielle. Yes, you were on the Graham Norton show. You absolute slev. Did you see though the um, the TV guide report that someone tagged me and what the, <laughs> in the TV guide for you? No, it basically was like Ian McKellen and all what he's been in and what he's starring in. Michael Sheen, yeah. what he's been in, what he's starred in. Gabrielle hit album back on the road, and then and then at the end it just went. Josh Riddicum, comedian, also guests. Comedians are treated like absolute shit. I mean, get the world's smallest violin, but in the world of TV, the comedians yeah. is basically absolute pieces of shit. Just yeah. chuck them on at the end to try and keep it going if it gets quiet. Yeah, yeah. If you could chip in. We're like the fluffer. We're like we're like the bloke in a porno that stands there and has to go in and start wanking a bloke off if he loses his wood. Yeah, that was a problem with Ian McKellen, actually. <laughs> But he's 84. He's 84. It really made me laugh when you text me saying, I must be the first person in history to go on Graham Norton and talk to someone about an anecdote of them in Screwfix that doesn't involve you. It was just... <laughs> my mate I speak to once a week was in Screwfix, not with you. <laughs> Have you got any good anecdotes, Josh? Well, actually, I haven't, but um, my <laughs> mate once went to the same... I'm willing to repeat it. You're a master in getting something out of nothing. That was unbelievable. She's she's up for coming on the show. She doesn't give out her address to Screwfix. That's why she remains anonymous. That's what she was saying. But they told me anyway. But so it, you, did you chat to her after the record? Yeah, she was. Uh, I said uh, so. She's heard it through her son listening. To, I think her son played it to her. Yep. Um, and uh, she was very up for coming on the podcast. Podcast. Um, she. Uh, <laughs> She's lovely. How do you Gabrielle? not know what a podcast is? A podcast. So a singer guy got the new Albanina coming out. I'm oh, sorry, album. Uh, Sheenie's up for coming back on as well. Sheenie, it's good, it's good when you, you get these people. You're like, I can corner them here. Also, I know they're on promo. Yes. So you know they've got something to flog. They've got something to flog. Do you know what? I do, you know, I get it. We do loads of promo. We've got something to flog. We've got Smart TV that's going to be on telly soon. Yep. End of Feb. Yep. Is it 28, 28th of February? I've made that yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Robin Romesh, Formula One episode. That's on soon. My tour's going on sale. Now, Rob, yes. I should say, obviously, oh, yeah. it's lovely to have you on the show. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. you're on the show. Uh, have you got anything to promote? Oh, thanks, Josh, for having me on your podcast to promote this. <laughs> My tour is now on sale, Josh. Whoa. What's it called? It's called Giraffe. It's called Giraffe because you love the... Um, the world themed cafe? Uh, no, just I love giraffes and I, and the poster's quite giraffes. funny. Yeah, it's a fucking great poster. You've seen it, haven't you? I've got yeah, a long neck it. and hooves. Yeah. 
So the tour, it's going to be a worldwide tour, Josh. The tickets are available now. Um, what I'd How say is so, access tickets, Rob. Well, there's like a pre-sale and stuff. So what I would suggest is go to robbeckettcomedy.com. Yeah. All the gigs are listed on there. Yeah. And I would recommend signing up to the mailing list because we will mail out a pre-sale link. So if you definitely want to get tickets, sign up to the mailing list. You'll get an email with a link to the pre-sale so that you can get some good tickets before they go on general sale on Friday. And because we love our listeners, this is genuinely the first announcement of it, isn't it? Yes, so this is the first before, announcement. Before the press release, before we've... This is before now Zoe Ball starts fucking sniffing around it. <laughs> Jonathan Ross pops his fucking nose in. <laughs> is down to the hardcores the OGs so I'm all over the place I've got the list of this is quite bad though I don't know what one there's some I can't announce why can't you announce them so if okay basically if on the list Scott if Scott if the the full Scotland dates aren't on there and basically Scotland Manchester and London if they're not on the list don't panic they're going to be added but it just we couldn't get it signed off in time for this week's announcement but there will be Manchester London and Scotland dates I'm I'm all over the place do you want to see Shall I read that? Do you want to read that? Do you want to, uh, Steve Wright, R.I.P., wonderful man. Steve Wright it? Should I do the Steve Wright uh, oh, thing? Oh, I jiggle? love Steve Wright. I fucking love Steve Wright. Right, here we go. Let's try to read some out. You doing Plymouth? Haste, I don't know. Hastings, Stevenage, Chatham, Watford, Crawley, Swindon, Peterborough, Lincoln, Crewe, Leeds, Dartford, Truro, Torquay, Torquay, Yeovil, Basingstoke, Norwich, Ipswich, Stockton, Kendall, Birmingham, York, Cardiff, Southend, Northampton, Guildford, Cambridge, Milton Keynes, Wolverhampton, Stoke-on-Trent, Canterbury, York, Stockport, Reading, Portsmouth, Liverpool, Southend, Oxford, Woking, Belfast, Derry, Dublin, Paul, Swansea, Coventry, Halifax, Newcastle, Hull, Leicester, Bristol, Scotland and Manchester will be added to Eastbourne, Brighton, London. That made me excited. That made me excited to hear about all these. I can't wait to see it. Australia to be announced. Australia to be announced. So if you're in Australia, do not buy tickets to the UK thinking (laughs) that you can't come to Australia. Don't fly over especially. Do not do that. But if you're in Plymouth... Potentially look at talking. Look at talking. Anyway, that's my blog. So robbeckettcomedy.com. I'm very excited. I love it. Oh, congratulations. And uh, it's it's an honour to be the go-to place for comedians to announce their tours. If any others yeah. want to do it, um, then you know we're here. As much as I love podcasting, I love doing telly, stand-ups, when you've got a proper tour that's absolutely smacking it, there's no better feeling. So I cannot oh. wait. So I'm buzzing to come. Please buy a ticket. When does it start? You haven't really said the dates, Rob. It starts, oh, it starts in- November 2024. This November, it starts and in that spreads out through the whole of 2025 and then into 2026. So I'll be doing it for a long time. And uh, yeah. And more dates will be added. Yeah. And there's no, you know, it's just funny. No politics. None of that shit. Because if you were worried that... (laughs) (laughs) I won't book it. It's probably going to be too political for me. Have you seen the hooves in the poster? Uh, Rob, and uh, one last question. Yeah. Do you talk about your children? I do talk about them, but do you know what? Not as much, because I feel like I talk about them so much on here. But yeah, I do talk about a bit, cool. but not like not as much. It's not like a, if you're worried that it's just all going to be about kids, it's not. There's all other Good. stuff. So it's a break from chatting about kids, but there'll be a few stories in there. Don't you worry. Brilliant. Um, go to robbeckettcomedy.com. Sign up now. You're the first to hear about it, guys. Yes, get on the mailing list and buy a ticket. Thanks, guys. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Um, now... Let's talk about kids. Can I tell you about my daughter's teeth? Yes, please. That's what we're here for. She, she lost two last week. Oh, no. Was it just they fell out or she have, she have a row? She's in the house, so obviously. Okay. Um, and, oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's half term, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, warning, trigger warning. Yeah. Fair, uh, tooth fairy, etc. Um, So my daughter had two teeth fall out. I forgot yeah. to tell you this last week. She had one fallout at, um, when we went to... You had a busy old week. You had, you had like worms, nits and tea falling out. It's like, it's like Angela's ashes. I think I've got worms again, Rob. I had a bit itchy bum this morning, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, can't get worm, I can't I get an itchy bum at night. And I was like, <laughs> are they coming out? I, yeah, but then it's in your head. An itchy bum can just manifest yeah. mentally. I feel like I've got it off you, but I've only seen you on Zoom. <laughs> you can't get worms through Zoom, can you? Crawl down the Ethernet cable. Just manifesting because people people think they can manifest success. Can you manifest worms? Because it must work in the, in the negative as well as the positive. You know when people yeah. manifest, they think as well of, as the what, Rob? The, the first <laughs> <laughs> well, people go, oh, when I become a multi-millionaire, when oh I'm a CEO, and go, when I've got worms, <laughs> when I get worms, <laughs> is that the law of attraction? Um, I'm going to try it for a week and see what happens. Okay, try and manifest worms. That is a trick, though. If you're going on, um, if you're going on like a chat show like that, they always yeah. chat to you about like what you've been up yeah. to, any funny stories and stuff like that. I had some really funny photos of me as a teenager, and it was sort of because it was prime my book, and they were in that. And I said, "Well, why don't you ask the other celebrities if they've got photos of them as teenagers, and then yeah. I can bring mine out at the end, and that'll be the punchline because theirs will probably be cute or they're silly yeah, yeah. handsome." So getting them, and they did that, and then that was an easy little bit of work for me. Oh, so you nice. can sort of manipulate it in the chat. Yeah, this is my view on promo. Yeah, just you, you don't need to go on and on about your thing. Just talk about it for a minute. And then be funny for the rest of it. Yeah. And if they like you, they like you. Cut. There's no difference between minute two and minute eight of your promo. Do yeah, you Because I also think as well, like you, it's, you, you can't really win someone over on a chat show. No, you can't you do just... a big sell. You're not on The Fucking Apprentice. <laughs> they they want to come and see you on tour or they don't want to come and see you on tour. But sometimes they don't want to come and see you on tour, but they're still there. Because someone had a spare ticket or their partner bought the... That's the worst one. Yeah. You walk in a room oh and you're like, go, sold it out. There's a load of blokes and their arms crossed going, yeah. I don't even think... I promise she's probably better. I don't fucking get that. Not for me. And then they're the ones you got to win over. But yeah. I think I can. I'll get them eventually. Uh, whereas what I do is I go, I don't want to win them over. I'll just get through the night. Well, that's why I think it's hard in Liverpool and Glasgow because they're brilliant. They're really funny cities oh, and they're I brilliant like Glasgow. cities. I love Glasgow. No, I love it as well because they're Liverpool. all funny, but they've got really high standards. But also the difficulty is there's a cockney up there. Deep down, the last thing someone from Glasgow or Liverpool wants 
is their favourite comic to be a Londoner. Oh, yeah. If you strip it back and be honest, yeah. they don't want that. Do they, they want they Ken Dodd and John Bishop. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and what about Liverpool? Kevin Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, let's go, let's go back to Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's so, go back to the Tooth Fairy. So she lost a tooth in Cabo when we went there last week. Yes, yeah. okay. And we put it in a cup. The, next to the power plant. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Two at once. Okay. <laughs> the old um, Dungeness dentist. <laughs> and um, she... Uh, oh, by the way, there's been a development on my... Uh, do you remember my granddad that died of cancer that you thought was funny? Well... I didn't think that was funny. Well, I, I, let's play the tape out now. But, but I did laugh when you mentioned it, but the way you mentioned it, I think for new listeners, I think that's unfair. Yeah, but what yeah. did you say? You said... Because he got, he went to, he went to one of the first nuclear tests because yeah. he was in the Navy. Yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I just, I saw my mum this weekend and he's in, uh, we can get a, a medal for... Uh, oh, really? A, post, a posthumous medal for his uh, work going to that test. All right. Doesn't really pay us back, but there we go. No, what what kind of what is it? Sort of, sort of like glow like in the a, dark. You... <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> a real shame that Rob. It's a real shame. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm a bad person. No, that's fine. It's fine. So you got what medal for bravery? That's nice. So you can get that. And oh, no, I don't even know. It's for bravery, just for doing it. Oh, just for being there. You have to sign a disclaimer saying that you won't see the no, don't. <laughs> this is and this is the end of it, right? Yeah. Okay. You can't mention this on podcasts anymore. Yeah, so pop that on your <laughs> pop that on your shirt and get out of my office. <laughs> so we I put the tooth in a in a mug. Yeah. Because it fell out. Then we were leaving and um Rose was like, Where's the tooth? And I was like, Oh fuck. I thought I remember washing up. And thinking, what's that thing in the bottom of that cup? And then washing it out. Oh, Josh. So what have you done? Then I went and told my daughter. Then Rose went, looked in the sink. Somehow it was still in the sink. Right, okay. One of the greatest moments of my life. One of your worst performances as a dishwasher, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, we go home. Another tooth falls out. Right. Due to, she was on our floor for some reason this week. Can't remember why. Oh, she was ill. She was ill. Oh, my I'm, my kids have been ill for the, oh, I've, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm better than I, last week. I was a mess. This week, I'm, I'm just constantly ill. There's something wrong with them all the time. I am always ill at the moment. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, exactly. And then I feel a bit better. I wake up and then like, all right, I, ca- I cannot breathe out my less nostril at yeah. all for today. I have had a coughing fit. At the uh, Focus Group Awards 20th anniversary on Friday night. Because <laughs> well, it was on stage. Well, because there was a bit of hubbub. You're having to. I I get. A, I've had a sore throat every evening for about five evenings. Yeah. Like, and you're like, there's just something. You know, it's just a bug or whatever. Hundred day cough. You had that in your house yet? No. What's that? Well, what do you think? <laughs> We just cough that never goes, essentially. So anyway, two teeth. We put them under her pillow. She puts them under her pillow yeah. on Saturday night. I go up there. I've got my two pound coins. Yeah. I actually went to bed, Rob. Turned off the light. I was dropping off. I realised I'd forgotten that was a fucking close oh, one. God. Right, right. So you managed to get so a quid for a tooth you're doing in your house. We're doing a quid for yeah. a tooth. Put them under. Get the teeth. Fine. 
They're in the bottom of my sock drawer. Don't really know what to do with them. Bin. Bin? Have you not heard of the word memories? Not teeth memories. So you're keeping the teeth? I don't know, Rob. They're just in the bottom of my sock drawer. We don't know what to do with them yet. No. Okay. Anyway, she wakes up. She's like, oh, there's only one quid under there. I know I've left two, Rob. She lied. I can't say. No, she didn't lie. Well, it's got. It's fallen off the bed or something. Oh, she took it and went, oh, she only put one. Trying to see if she can get any more out of you. Oh, do you think that's what it is? Potentially. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just saying. I don't think she's that clever, Rob. As well, they get to, that. That, she's six or seven. They get sassy, yeah. mate. Do you think? Yeah, and they, they, oh, this, is what's, this is what I'm struggling with at the moment. Yeah. Physically, I'm sort of getting enough sleep to a point. Never enough with a kid. You're up at six every day, yeah. but I'm not doing night feeds like people with little babies. Yeah, yeah. So we're not as exhausted as we were through that stage. Yeah. That's gone, thankfully. The odd night, I'd sleep in a bunk bed the other night as well because I yeah, was out of the boxing. Classic. In there. Um, and um, now my problem is I'm, I'm mentally weak. Well, you've always had that issue. And <laughs> like Balotelli, can't get me head together for the big game. <laughs> but they will run rings around you and, and sort of lie and be a bit cheeky and they push the boundaries. That's what's difficult at the moment is them arguing with each other and then take the piss out of us mentally by going, no, that's not. Or they'll go, mum said I could. And that's yeah, a lie. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you may be getting to the stage now where she's lying to you to get another quiz. Well, it was difficult because I wanted to, it's impossible to go, you're incorrect because I put two quid under the pillow. You can't <laughs> yes. go. Or do you put another quid under the pillow of a note saying, sorry, I forgot. Well, or you just go, you only ever get a pound every time. there, mate. She's it's too, here, here we go. She's too small to carry more than a pound. So you have to do it one night, then the next night. So two nights right, in a row. Right, right. Maybe do yeah, that. Well, it's too late now. Yeah. Too late. Game um, over. Yeah, well, a quid to good. We we got stitched up in America where like we only had only had like five dollars. Yeah. And then I forgot three nights in a row, so I had to put down. And then we remembered, and we were just going to bet all I had was twenty nine dollars, and she got twenty dollars for one two. That's that's the most I've paid. Oh, which was mental. Hell. But there yeah. was, I I couldn't have for, no. forgotten three nights in a row. No. And there was no other money. And I won't go into no. a cash point. You're and then not going to go and break it at a 7 Also, that's why I always go, oh, well, I'll look after it for you. Then I'll just spend it. Yeah, of course. So it's not actually. It's staying in the family. That's the other thing. Let's be honest. A quid to my daughter is quite difficult to spend, actually. Yeah. So that's the thing, because you want them to get, understand money and pocket money and getting money and earning money and spending money. But I, I don't, it's, they're still a bit too young to really comprehend how much stuff is. Yeah, of course. And also, everything's so expensive now. If they're, I want to go and buy, okay, well, you have to do quite a lot of work because that's £20 what you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? So we were watching The Masked Singer on Saturday. Oh, yeah. St- still up in the air who Bigfoot is. Still up in so the air. So was it this week he sung Backstreet Boys, which is Alex Backstreet Bush's favourite band? Yeah. yeah. He sung Backstreet Boys and he sung uh, Never Forget by Can you bet on Masked Singer? Uh, I don't think they'd be accepting bets on this. <laughs> Can you imagine the odds? <laughs> Do you know what? If it was if it was twenty thousand to one, I'd still put every penny I had on it. Yeah. <laughs> or if it yeah. were the other whatever it is, yeah, yeah, tweet, yeah. I don't understand. Twenty thousand to one on. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, whatever that. Yeah. I, I, I'm terrible with betting. I sort of get I it like when it. it's like five to one. I get you get five times the amount if you get that. Plus right. you get your stake back. But then yeah yeah and yeah. So I sort of, but when it goes like three to four, I'm like, come on, make me oh, half a chance. Yeah, fuck it out. <laughs> What's that? What's 11 up? to 10. What's going on? Just call it. Can't it just be 10 to 10? Then I understand. Can't it be it. half over one or something? Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, so so what what are you doing about the team? Oh, no, we watched she, the last singer. Oh yeah, sorry. And this is on money. Oh, right. And she was like, I was in a good mood, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? She, there was a text competition, Rob. Okay. So she she was like, can we enter? I was like, oh, go no, on then. Don't don't enter those. If we win, Rob. Yeah. Because she thinks she's entered, she's going to get eighty five grand on an electric mini. Well, so she, so she, so she. That's what she spent her pound on. No, she just. She was like, we were watching the Masked Singer. Yeah, I, I had a great evening because it was Gladiators into the Masked Singer, and I love both those shows. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And um, and so uh, I was just like, yeah, why not? What, should, what am I going to do if she wins eighty five grand? Well, you put that into like an ISA for or something, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm straight. You're straight on Martin Lewis. Straight on tomorrow. Like a fucking like shit off a shovel. Big dog. <laughs> ML. What am I doing with this? Pension for the kid? Thought so. <laughs> but then it's unfair on her brother that she suddenly got 85 grand because he was too young. He was asleep. Well, when that's she... his problem, mate. Look, life ain't fair. That's the problem with kids. They're both going to go in their own ways. They're going to yeah. be more successful or less successful than one another. All depend on different things. Monetary, life, happiness. And yeah. the bleak saying, which haunts everyone, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. Yeah, correct. So it's a high-stakes game. It is, right. And if it she is. wins that, well, maybe she could give him the electric mini. But then she shouldn't have to. It's her quid. She has no responsibility to her brother. <laughs> um, Rob, yeah. I hear that you've got a rivalry with Stephen Bartlett now. Oh, no. I just, well, I did, a, I'm basically, I've been getting back into TikTok yeah, and Instagram because um, I've got a tour coming out. Look, Rob. Yeah, I, I I respect you. I thought you were going to pretend you were getting back into TikTok and Instagram for other reasons. We're all on it because we've got a fucking tour to sell. Mate. Yeah, exactly. I was only messing about, so I've been doing loads more videos and stuff. And I've been Lou leaves loads of cardboard everywhere. So I've been doing some of them. Oh yeah, that was good. I like that. All that kind of stuff and TikTok as well because you got you got to be in it to win. It got to be uh, visible and all that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I did a, a video which caught quite funny because I'm. Stephen Bartlett does him Huel adverts all the time. And I know we have done a Huel advert, but like, it's constant on YouTube. I enjoy a Huel, Rob. I enjoy a Huel. I don't mind a Huel. I'm not holding a bottle of it talking to a nutritionist, am I? You know, and then his advert pops up all the time. And I just put, um, quick questions. Anyone know Stephen Bartlett likes Huel? Just a bit of a fun throw. And like, people, it's got like millions of views on TikTok and everyone's giving him a load of shit, which I don't agree with, but I'm not in charge of the comments, Josh. No, but, you're um, not yeah, I haven't started beef with him. Um, no. I like, I like Stephen. I find his podcast a bit full on for me. Like, I find it quite intense. Where I'm a bit yeah. more of a keep it light kind of guy. He's not as much of a laugh as us, is he? But no, he's but that's not his thing. He's is certainly it? got more money. He loves data and marketing, he loves data and investments yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, I don't really look at you know. I don't really give off the 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 air of a businessman. So my office, for example, I got it knowing it needed to be like painted and refurbished a little bit, and I've not done it. It is disgusting. No shit, Rob. I can see your picture. If that was the boardroom in The Apprentice, <laughs> Alan Sugar would be—he'd be laughed out by the fucking contestants. Look behind you. You haven't even managed to foam oh, up no. the whole wall. Yeah, and I've put some things in there. Oh, no, I've, I can't be bothered. But it's like, it's basically, you know when, like, in a rom-com, someone gets dumped and then their mate goes around their house and it's just full of, like, pizza yeah, boxes yeah. and despair. Yeah, That's yeah. what it's like. And I was just thinking the other day, if Lou left, if me and Lou broke up and I went into a bachelor pad, it would be horrific. Lou makes everything so nice and so homely and so lovely, but I'm just an animal. Yeah. 
left to own yeah. devices. But um, oh, I'm sorry. I need to get a swanky office. That's what I need to do. Then I'll get funnier. There. Well, I always think though, I won't be funnier though, will I? No, exactly. That one's funnier because they're not. They're, they've got better decor. No, exactly. If anything, Rob, they're less funny. Well, exactly. That's what I think. Keep keep it real, mate. Keep it fucking real. Keep it back. Keep it to the streets. Um. Enough. Enough, Bartlett. Yeah. Uh, how are your kids? How are the kids? All right. No. So the kids are fine. All good. It's half term, so they're bickering. We've worked out it's quite good to split them up. Oh yeah. So if, if me and Lou are off work the same day, Go man to man. Yeah, man to man, Mark. So I, but I also I've started doing this now as well. I rather than going, oh, what should we do with the kids? I go, well, what do I need to do? I need to go um, and get my hair cut, and I need to go to yeah. the bank. So you're just coming with me, old school parenting. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. coming with me for the day to do my chores. Oh, the yes. other one's going with your mum. That's what we're doing. Blue had to go and do a blood test. You go into the oh, it's boring the hospital. Well, tough shit. At least they're not pulling blood yeah. from your arm. All you've got to do is watch it. Yeah, I'll be on, I'll be honest with you, mate. In the years to come in your life, you'll be delighted with boring at the hospital. Exactly, a bit of quiet time. So we've yeah. been doing that, um, which which has been good to be honest. That's good. Did your daughter enjoy the bank? That's the kind of thing I'd have enjoyed as a kid. Well, yeah, and then at the hairdresser, yeah, it's like growing up, and you get them to do do stuff like you know, put that balaclava on, get the gun out, and then <laughs> we're done. <laughs> But they, they, they took that iPad to the head. Just shoot him in the leg. We don't yeah. want a fatality. We yeah, just want exactly. them to know we're serious. Yeah, yeah, as long as they don't try nothing, you don't need to do nothing. Just remember that. <laughs> the gun only comes into play if they want it to. <laughs> um, it's not my problem he's shot himself. That's it. They can clear that out when we've gone. Yes, he will have to have therapy for 40 years after this, but that's his problem. Don't work in a bank, that's what I say. You don't play a fire if you don't want to get burnt. Now put that in the old hall and let's get back in the motor. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we've been doing that rather than... Because I think we put, we put too much pressure on ourselves to be like, we must have a week of entertaining stuff, you know, because we've still got our own lives to get on with and stuff to do. So yeah. well, Lou's took them trampolining today, though. Oh yeah, and then we we need to go IKEA, so we're going to take him IKEA one day oh, on Friday. Wow. That's going to be a fun trip. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video, and of course Prime's fast free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com/prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. So I'll tell you about our half term. Yeah, go on. Uh, little catchphrase. I'll go on. Rose is away. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, I think it's, you should now start going. Rose is here because that's that's the new bit of information. We just assume she's not there. So Rose is away Monday, Tuesday. Right. Okay. It's a good timing for her, isn't it? <laughs> um, and uh, couldn't wait till next week. No. And my daughter's gone to, um, my daughter's going to her, uh, Rose's mum's. Oh, okay. So it's just me and the little guy. So how long for, what, a couple of nights? Uh, for, well, 
I obviously fucked up, forgot I had a gig tomorrow night. Okay, where, where are you gigging? Uh, Stonely and New Malden. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Um, I'll be honest with you, Rob, I completely I'll forgot how Rose was going. And my day tomorrow is... So you've got no childcare for I your have, little one? But I have, but in the day tomorrow. Right, so you were going to get you do some write some jokes, get ready for the gig? Well, I had gym at 7.45am. Yep. Not happening. No. Nope. Cancel that. Then I've got this. Uh, I've got this at 12.30. That's yep. fine. Osteopath, 5pm. Yep, cool. Cancel that. Gigs in the evening. Had to cancel that. But so luckily, cancel the gig as well? No, I, I managed to get childcare for the evening as well. So, right. Oh, oh okay. I'm on Easy Street. But today, uh, I've got the house to myself. And in the evening, I've got the house to myself. Yeah. And... Haven't got my daughter, so it's just get my son to bed. Yeah. That fit, that's earlier. Yes, of course. What time's he going to bed? Eight. Eight. So, that's so quite late. late bro. I know. Tell me about it. Bro. <laughs> that's quite late for a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes. What time does he get up? Uh, 7.30. Right, okay. So at least he's sleeping in. Yeah, but then yeah. that's a bit annoying, actually. If you've got to get him up and out for school, it's like... I know. Well, be, you'd rather six or seven till six or seven, wouldn't you? I don't know. We haven't got that option now. No. Does he still have his naps? No. Uh, he does at nursery. Right. And then our life is a living hell. Oh, because... <laughs> he won't go to bed when he gets home from nursery. Yeah. <laughs> but it's quite difficult to say to nursery, you know when everyone else goes to sleep, can you keep him up like he's a prisoner under interrogation? Yeah, yeah, that is a bit unfair. If it's all cosy and all dark and they've got yeah. something like... Lovely little nap. All your friends are going to sleep. We're going to take you outside. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, are you doing, what are you doing from eight o'clock then? What's your evening? Uh, I'm going to watch uh, Get Back, the seven and a half hour documentary about the Beatles making uh, Let It Be. Oh, that God, part. that's too long. But Rose won't watch it with me, so I just watch it whenever she goes. They can't be that good, the Beatles, can they? <laughs> I, I know, I do like them. I'm not having a go. I like the Beatles, but seven and a half hours of... I love it, Rob. Because they're just, what I love about them yeah. is they're so unprofessional. They're just not doing their work and they sit oh, really? around. They're drinking constant tea. I love that bit of it. Yeah. You're like, there's Paul McCartney having a cup of tea at the height of his fame. I tell you what, if you love people being unprofessional and drinking tea all day, go and work at the council. <laughs> Here he fucking goes. Five days in a row. Here he is, LBC. <laughs> I worked at the council, mate. Fuck me. Feet up central. They used to have a Bromley County used to have a pub in the building. <laughs> I did a I did a road safety course, so we, we were building up to this course where I worked as an a, a temp and like, office person, hmm. and we had to do a road safety like seminar like thing at a local school to be like you mustn't cross road, you know, like t- telling the yeah, kids yeah. to be careful on the roads, right? So it was quite so a build up to first learned your love of being on stage. Oh wasn't yeah, it? no, but no, I was just doing all the. I weren't on stage. We'd book oh, speakers right. and the police and all that. Right, we were okay. just running like the admin. Anyway, yeah. doing all this. That was the Thursday on the Friday. Like we'd done a couple of hours work sorting out emails, and then she was like, "The boss went, oh, should we go for a bit? Of, should we have a little drink at lunch to sort of celebrate? You know, get doing the thing." Went, "All right." So we went to the pub, had bought bought like a sandwich or whatever. Then she would want a beer. I'd have four pints of Stella. <laughs> I had four pints of Stella in an hour and a half. Went back to work. I was flying. <laughs> I used to. I couldn't deal with drinking at lunch. No, well, I couldn't either. What's time I could deal with it? I was off my head. But the work, there's nothing worse than sitting at Dora the Explorer magazine, 
getting a hangover at 4 p.m. Oh, I used to get bat. I used to go. I used to go to the pub and have like four pints at lunch when I worked Did up you? in Kentish Town. But like, I'd do that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then go out after work as well. Oh, yeah. I, it, I think I had a problem, Josh. At the time, yeah. it felt like I was a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a laugh. <laughs> Um, right, a couple of other things I want to chat to you, Josh. Yeah, um, go on. I've got a couple of problems. One is, well, a cute thing my daughter said. She tr- tried to do a karate kick to me and nearly kicked me in the nuts. And she went, yeah. oh, I nearly kicked your front privacy. <laughs> That's some sort of Victorian. <laughs> um, right, so my problem no, is... People do wonder whether your children are posher than you, Rob. Yeah, they, they are posher than They've got to say, your front privacy is really... Uh... Re- too posh, if anything. Um <laughs> I've, the, the, my local fish and chip shop is outrageously good, Josh, and it's a problem. Really? So I have to drive past it. Yeah. And the last three weeks, when it's been cold and rainy, I've gone and got battered sausage and chips and eaten it in the car alone. Oh, my God. And I, Are you sure Lou hasn't left you? <laughs> it's so nice, though, Josh. And I, What time of day is this? Do you have a secret eat in the car? No, not really. It'd be like four or five-ish where it's like, I haven't probably had lunch. This isn't part of your dinner? Well, it will, it depends. So... Mate, normally I like don't eat in the morning and sort of fast and then break my fast about 11 or 12-ish. But, and then I'll be driving home and it'll be cold and wet and I'm fed up and I think I'll just get a lovely hot bath and chip. And then I have it open and I could put loads of salt vinegar on it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. sit in the car of a podcast and like smash it back. And then I go home and I might have something a bit light later on, but it's sort Are of is my dinner. Are you telling Lou what you've done? I'm not. I'm not lying about it, but I'm not offering up the so, info. So, if yeah, if she said, I can smell salt and vinegar, would you say, ah? I'd go, yes, I had some salt and vinegar earlier. <laughs> and then leave it at that. Oh, and then and she'll go, say, crisps. I'll go, crisps. no. <laughs> and then I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Chips and battered sausage. Pardon? <laughs> well, I ordered battered sausage and chips, if that, if that changes it. <laughs> But yeah, so that's a problem I've got at the moment. And where are you sitting in in terms of the chippy? Yeah. Are well, you literally so you outside? Put, so the, this is quite difficult. The parking is basically, you can park right out the front of it, but there's only like two spaces, but you're yeah. pulling on to what is almost like a drive outside a house, like yeah. in front of the shops. You're allowed to park on that. Um, so I want to get it from there. I don't want to eat it in there. Yeah. And I don't want to eat it in the car facing the chip shop. Yeah. So I then get it, reverse out, and then try and park on the road somewhere. Yeah, but the yeah. only place I could find the other day was in front of someone's house over their drive. So and then I'm panic eating it that they're going to come out and go, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to eat fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a murder in the area, and then you're going to be stood in a witness stand. Yes. Saying, they go, what are you doing I'm- there? I'm like, oh, just some vinegar. Just listening to Diary of a CEO and eating <laughs> bad sausage and chips. Being told that I should have a little Zoe patch on and drink you yeah. but I'm eating bad sausages. Yeah. It's a bad, like a sausage is bad batter and it's mental. What am I doing to my body? And how do you feel in the hour afterwards? At the time, I feel like I'm on another, I feel like I'm on another planet. I feel like this is, this is it. This is living. And after, when there's still that, that, that film on your fingers. Because the chip fork broke. Does the, does the uh, car smell? Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else secrets in the car. If they do, let us know what you do. It'd be good to know. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, well, there's, I tell you what, there's a couple of other things I want to run past, Josh, but should I do it on Friday? Right. Josh, let's do a quick small business. Sleep. Okay, I've got one. I've actually been sent one by someone I know, Rob. Can oh, I? go on. Yeah. Uh, this is from... Molly, my little brother Ben, 292 months old, 
is dad to Leo, 30 months, and Toby, nine months. He's a huge fan of the podcast. I'd love to give a small business shout out to his one-man gardening business, Ben's Gardening Services. He is here for all your gardening needs in and around Banbury in the Oxfordshire area. Lawn mowing, pressure washing, planting, weeding, or if you just need your bush trimming, he's your man. Bit of fun there, isn't it? Bit of fun, yeah. You can follow him on Instagram at Ben's Gardening Services. Thank you. Oh, no, I love that. No, no, actually, he will. He will hair clipper your pubic hair. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah he will. That, that wasn't it. That he will. He does do that. Yeah. <laughs> he will take a razor to your genitals as well if needed. Yeah. That wasn't <laughs> good. A small business. Um, oh, I've got this one. Kimberly Nixon, who was a guest on the oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, she said, um, she well, she said, can you give these guys a shout out? It's pandas underscore UK. It's mental health support from conception, birth, and beyond, and it's free. Um, it's got you WhatsApp services and stuff like that. Um, basically, it's a fantastic parental service for both mums and dads, and it's free. If you guys could tag them on an episode, and give them a shout out. Um, they're all brilliant volunteers who have been through it, and more people should know they are there, no matter how small your struggles. So, Kimberly obviously spoke about having a lot of mental health challenges after giving birth, and I think Pandas underscore UK or on Instagram can help you out with a free service for people struggling with having kids. So that's a great Lovely. little shout out for Pandas really underscore UK. Um, We'll go back to yours. So do keep sending them in, guys. Yes, please send them in. Thank you very much. Josh, I'll see you on Friday. See you on Friday. Big one. I'm back with a brand new season of the behind-the-scenes TV and music podcast, Soap from the Box. And it cheers us up and it gets us through the day and it sets the tone. I speak to some very famous stars. Don't blame me for the way you turned out just because you watched it every night. My mother was always saying, why don't you get a job on Corey? Why don't you get a proper job? Nothing's left unanswered. And I haven't been sued, so I think that's good. Season six, Soap from the Box, out now. Hello, I'm Charles Brandreth. What's the very first thing you remember? That's the question I'll be asking my famous and fascinating guests in Rosebud my new podcast about first memories and first experiences. My first memory is handing my Auntie Muriel a piece of turd. Other guests include Dame Judi Dench, Alison Hammond and Rory Stewart. Download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever feel like topical comedy only ever tends to come from one angle? Well, I'm Jeff Norcott, host of What Most People Think, and my show jokes about all sides, jokes about Tories, jokes about Labour, jokes about everyone. If there's any Lib Dems listening, there isn't. (laughs) With returning guests from across the political spectrum, including Ramesh Ranganathan, Simon Evans, Catherine Ryan, Constantine Kissing, David Baddiel, Andrew Doyle, Al Murray, and more. Sometimes we'll make good points, sometimes we'll make cheap jokes, but whatever we do, we'll be trying our best to get to the heart of what most people think. 